Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Beautiful Behavior Podcast. I am your host, Diane Sorensen, certified life coach, hypnotherapy practitioner, mother, grandmother, and human fascinated with behavior and how to live our best life. My goal is to offer you another perspective, to see behavior in ourselves, our children, and others from another angle. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel more connected in their relationships. It's for anyone who feels the pull for something more. It's for parents and those who are not. This podcast is for anyone who wants to take a deeper look because this is where we talk about breaking generational patterns and outdated cultural beliefs, cultivating deeper connections in our life, and leading our life with more confidence and clarity. And I believe that's when beautiful behavior comes into focus. You can learn more about my process, me, and the three different ways in which beautiful behavior could come into focus for you at my website at diannesorensen.net. That's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. Okay, listeners, let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new week, a new month, February. Welcome to February, and you know what February is in over here in the self-development world? It is self-love month. And you know, the more we love ourselves, the more we can love others. The more we love ourselves, we show up in a more genuine and real way so that we can love others. And loving ourselves actually is about understanding ourselves. The more we understand ourselves, the more we can love ourselves. The more we understand ourselves, the more we can understand others and love them. And that is what Beautiful behavior is all about. It's all about transformation, and transformation happens with understanding. So to kick off February Self-Love Month over here at Beautiful Behavior, we are creating a space, my team and I, for us to connect, interact, and support each other, a space to continue these conversations and an opportunity to expand on the conversations that we're having here and to be of service to each other in our parenting journey and our relationships in general. Because really that's what parenting is. It is about having a relationship with a child. And having a relationship, I believe, is the ability to set firm boundaries that promote self-regulation and foster compassion and respect. So I invite you to come on over and join the Beautiful Behavior free community. And I will be offering monthly trainings here. I am filling this with lots of value. And why? Because I am more committed than ever to supporting women to feel more calm, more connected, and more confident in your parenting 
and relationships journey. So the link is in the show notes and yeah, so come on over, join the community and let's get into this first episode of February 2024, which is all about connection. This week, we're talking about connections. What is connection really? Now, I hear people talking about connection often. Um, You know, often we're talking about, you know, what do you really want as a parent? Or what do you really want in your relationships? And uh, so much of the time, it's to feel more connected. And I think we're hearing this word out there a lot these days, connection. So I wanted to talk about connection and what connection really is. Because I think mostly we think of connection as spending time together. At least that's what I thought about connection was spending time together. Um, and that it can be that. that That is a one type of connection. However, we can spend time together and not be connected. I mean, we can physically be in the same space, but we may not be there emotionally, right? So we, our body might be in the same physical space as somebody else, and our mind can be somewhere else, right? It can be ruminating on the meeting I had earlier today. It might be on what I need to do next. What What's the next thing coming up? I might even be with one person and texting someone else um, and connecting with someone else. And texting is you know, another form of connection. It's a surface level connection. Or you can be with some, spending time with somebody and be all in your head about what what are you going to say next? You know, listening to respond, crafting my next sentence in my head. And that for me, um, I was so afraid of what people were thinking about me, but that that's what I was all in my head about. What do I need to say next? And what are they thinking about me? And I don't want to look stupid or I don't want to feel stupid. And I was so committed to not being stupid that it really actually created a disconnect between me and the other person. And it just felt awkward. Right? Do you ever are you ever in um, with somebody? You're talking to somebody, and it just feels really awkward. And that's because either you or the other person or both are kind of closed. You're in defense of what is this person thinking about me, and you know you're more. It's more about a performance than it is about, a, you know, truly being interested in connecting. And this is just done unconsciously. If, you know, our experience with being vulnerable and um, 
was met with emotional pain. There was some kind of um, experience that told you, Ugh, this isn't, this, this isn't um, safe to be open and vulnerable. Then we learn to cope with that in a way um, of being what we think we need to be so people won't judge us or they will judge us in a positive light. So judgment is a barrier to connection. And judgment is actually our go-to. It is our pre-programming. It is our cultural conditioning to judge everything as good or bad, right or wrong. You know, and as children, we you know, we're constantly judged as being right or being wrong, being good or being bad. And we continue this with children in our homes, in our schools, you know, judging their behavior as being good or bad, right or wrong. And depending on our judgment drives how we react or respond to this child, which tells them about who they are. And if they get the message of who they are isn't good enough, you're not accepted here in this moment. It might not be all the time, but if we have enough moments of that, then it creates this I'm not good enough belief and we shut down that part of ourselves that it's it that's too painful to feel so we disconnect from that and then we actually disconnect from connecting with others hopefully this is making sense to you uh so just in simple terms judgment is a barrier to connection and i think we are craving connection. Again, I hear about this all the time. I hear people saying, I want to be connected with my children or don't feel connected in XYZ relationship. And I think the reason we are craving connection is because we are emotionally starving. A true meaningful connection is felt on an emotional level. You can feel it on the inside and it's very powerful, but we tend to disconnect from that feeling part of ourselves and we live in our head and we don't even know it. We've done this unconsciously in our childhood. When we were alone with our inner distress. It was painful. A lot of us didn't have the emotional support that we needed because our parents didn't know how to give us emotional support because they probably didn't have it either. And this distress becomes unresolvable. And we make it mean something about us that I'm bad or no one likes me or it's my fault. And we start to disconnect and we 
create coping skills to do this. And one of them is to go in our head, to disassociate from the painful feeling in our body. And any feeling, any emotion, any distress that was not resolved stays in our body. So as we get older, we continue to use these coping skills to avoid these feelings. And as we get older, we actually adapt even more avoidance skills because these feelings, rather than going away, they get bigger. And the avoidance skills that we, the coping skills that we um, adapted to as a child are no longer sufficient in keeping them at bay. So we may find other uh, avoidance strategies to keep them at bay. So as a child, these emotions were just too much to process. But as an adult, we are being called to reconnect, to understand and release ourselves from these past uh, emotional, this past emotional distress, these, these unresolved feelings. And we are being called to reprocess them every time we are triggered. A trigger is a call to action. A trigger happens because it something there's a situation happening that the subconscious re, is remembering the body is remembering an emotional a painful emotional experience that this current situation is um activating a memory. It's activating a memory of a painful emotional experience that was not, that went unresolved. It is actually not about the current situation. So we tend to blame our triggers on our child or another person or a situation that is currently happening, but it's the current person or situation or um, event that's actually allowing, activating, and, and allowing this trig, this e- painful emotion to rise up. And it's asking us to pay attention so that we can resolve this so that it can be released. And when we blame, when we blame others or a situation, we are hiding and disassociating from our own pain. That pain that's rising within us, resurfacing to get our attention so that it can be resolved and released. So blaming is running away essentially from ourselves and it puts up a barrier to connection. So that is another barrier to connection is blame.
And it can be blaming ourselves too. So if we blame ourselves, that's another way for us to disconnect and disassociate from the emotional part of ourself. And when we disconnect with our emotional self, it creates a disconnect with others. So what remains then is this surface level connection that's, you know, really not meaningful. And maybe it's even a false sense of connection. I mean, if you are believing that spending time together is how one connects with whoever it is you're wanting to connect with, but you're really not, it feels really uncomfortable and awkward to have a conversation. And so oftentimes you just end up resisting it. That to me, I think would be a false sense of connection. Well, let's spend some time together. Then I don't feel guilty. I feel like we're connecting. And this is actually how it was when I was growing up in my in my home, that there was this very surface level connecting. Like we would talk about only surface level stuff. It was like harmony at all cost. And the cost was being who you really were. You know, it was the cost of... You know, I can't be who I am because that might get me in trouble. So I have to be whatever it is that's going to not upset anybody. And that meant the conversations had to be something that was not going to upset anybody, right? They were all neutral, which meant we cannot have any conflict or upset here. And that actually is one of the biggest barriers to connection is the avoidance of conflict. The way to a true meaningful connection to deeply feel connected is through the conflict. You know, conflict really is just a difference of opinion. And it does often activate emotions. And that is the bridge to connection, going through the emotions, which at this point can feel uncomfortable and unnatural because we've learned to disconnect from it. But when we believe that we cannot express the way we truly feel, we smother self-expression. We cannot express my true self. I have to create a false self that makes everybody happy. And this becomes a habit. When we learn this in childhood, to survive our environment, we use this as an as we grow older into the, out into the world. We think this is how it is in the world, and I have to be who I have to be to make everybody happy. 
It was take care of everyone else's feelings and ignore your own. And when we grow up with the message that uh, emotions are disrespectful, they're rude, or even they're weak, that equates to I'm disrespectful, I'm rude, I'm weak. There must be something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. No matter what I do, it's never good enough. So this is the great divide between connection and disconnection is emotions. It's being emotionally aware. It's actually being self-aware, being aware of myself at an emotional level. The bridge between disconnect and connected is the ability to self-express, the ability to engage, the ability to have tolerance for conflict or discomfort. We are emotional beings who have disconnected from the emotional part of us. It is a significant an essential part of us we need to reconnect with so that we can support our children, give them the emotional support they need because this is connected to mental health. So this is a journey and a process. And this is really what beautiful behavior is all about is the journey of going through. The only way is through. So the only way to connection is through the emotions that we are avoiding. Through the fear of being vulnerable bringing down our guard. So I want to give you a few things that can help you get started towards more, the possibility of having more connections in your life, deeper connections, more meaningful connections. And number one is becoming self-aware. And what I mean by that is becoming aware of what's happening inside your body, becoming aware of the thoughts that you are thinking, becoming aware of the feelings that are arising in your body, and then also, you know, the external behavior that these drive. So really the first thing in self-awareness is noticing. And noticing is a wonderful tool where you you're the observer. You observe what your thoughts are without judging them. Just observing that, huh, I'm making this believe, blah, 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 blah. So noticing. And here's a question you can ask yourself. When you are maybe feeling trig, excuse me, triggered in a situation 
or feeling annoyed or just kind of agitated, ask yourself, what am I making this mean about me? What am I making this mean? And ultimately, we want to get to what am I making this mean about me? And you can journal this out. Journaling is a great way to open up the subconscious and really see what's going on in there. Uh, So that is one thing to do. And then the next thing is noticing the feelings in your body. Again, just observing them without judging them, making up a story about them, just observing. Noticing the physical sensations in your body. If you have any physical sensations, you know, maybe you have, you know, I don't know, a headache. Just notice that. Maybe you have pain in your shoulder. Notice that and breathe into that. And just Rather than making it a story, you're trying to get rid of it, just be with it. And as you maybe spend some time with yourself, just kind of sitting and being with yourself, notice sometimes when you get really still, you can notice some tingling like around in your lips, maybe in your fingertips, your, your toes. And this is the energy that is inside your body because we are energy. Um, So you might feel that. And then noticing feelings that you feel. You know, maybe it's anger, sadness, disappointment, frustration, um, happiness, you know, whatever it is. Identify, acknowledge that feeling and then Identify where in your body it is. So these are steps to becoming more self-aware and experiencing more connection in your life. All right, everybody, thank you for being here. Have a great week, and I'll see you again here next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Beautiful Behavior Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show or previous shows, I would so appreciate you subscribing and leaving a review. I am so grateful for all of you listeners who are joining me here for these conversations because I believe it's through these type of conversations that we start to shift the paradigm, creating a more loving and compassionate world. I hope you will join me here each week as we discover new ways to show up in our lives and create a bigger impact. And if you are ready to take this to the next level, head on over to my website at diannesorensen.net. Again, that's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. Get on my calendar and see how you can be supported and if we're a good fit so that you can get out of survival and into thrival. Change is possible, and I've got you.